Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 126, The Three Ways Emotional Boundaries Can Be Broken. In this episode, Tony and I dive deep when it comes to these emotional boundaries. And you'd be surprised at how many are breaking constantly throughout your personal life and your business. So you want to make sure that you catch the show. We hope you love it. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the three ways emotional boundaries can be broken. And this is something that's really important because if you don't know that they can be broken, you may do the same habits over and over again, right? Right, this is something that could come up in your business or in your personal life to where your emotional boundaries, they will be broken at times. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about how to help you to where they're not broken as often and to where you could have more powerful emotional boundaries. Mm -hmm. And this process that we talk about, once you listen to it, you may think, oh, that's a habit that I've had. And that awareness will shift something within you so that you could tweak it as it's happening or even maybe stop it from happening altogether at different points. So should we get into the first one? Let's do it. Okay, so the first one is... So by not being yourself. So by not being yourself is, I believe, the number one way to allow your emotional boundaries to be broken. Yeah, I feel like that too. And I never really thought about it until, I want to say it was a few years ago when I was listening to Anita Morjani speak. And I, it didn't hit me. We could have had a conversation about it, but it didn't hit me until she spoke and she said, you know, a lot of people get their boundaries drained when they're not being themselves. And I started to think back in my life, and I'm sure you've had those moments where being empaths, you walk into a room or a party and you feel like you're kind of holding back. And when you leave, you feel so drained. Right, so it's so easy to just tell people, hey, just be yourself and your emotional boundaries will not be broken. Because that is the truth. The mm-hmm. more that you're yourself, the less your emotional boundaries will actually be broken. But it comes into that problem like you're talking about there. And that's one of my biggest problems I had my entire life was when I would walk into a building with a lot of people, I would be drained and I didn't know how to be myself. Why? Because I had a lot of problems. I didn't know that I was actually sucking in everybody's emotional energy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the emotions I was feeling when I was inside, they weren't even my emotions to start with. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge one. And And I think... number two at the time, like in high school, this was around my high school time, really throughout my whole K through 12 education and, and after high school for a little bit, I struggled with this because I didn't even know how to be myself. So it's like, that's what you hear from a lot of people just be you but i think this is where a lot of the work comes in a a lot of the the deep work the personal development why we emphasize it so much in our podcast in the masterminds that we do even when we're doing business masterminds Mm -hmm. a lot of our focus is on this mindset development this personal development because like Lindsay, i realized over my lifetime that this is what caused me a lot of my pain Right. And it does come back to mindset development. And I was just listening to a quote and I'm going to butcher the quote and I forget if it was 
it, it was Tony Robbins. Um, and he spoke about a lot of the outside success that you see in people is because of the behind the scenes internal work that they did when they weren't in front of those people. And it was really eye-opening to me because I'm like, yes, that's how I feel. Like we're doing these, we're putting on these masterminds, we're running these retreats, we're having all of this success. And success to me means happiness and fulfillment when we're working with our people that we love and seeing results for them and also feeling that freedom. But that wouldn't have taken place if we weren't doing behind the scenes type of things. For sure, because going back to what I was just talking about, me being in a building, um, just being in a building, not even being the center of attention, no one yeah. even know I'm there, it was so draining for me. So I had to figure that out over the years. I had to figure out how can I, why am I being drained? And I start to figure out I was soaking in other people's energy along with some other things. And how can I, what are some solutions that I can do to figure this out? And then when I started to teach inside the public schools and I had to be in a building all day long, surrounded by all these people, I really had to figure this out. And I could tell you all the things I did, but I wouldn't be able to tell you on this short podcast episode, but it all comes down to just self-reflection, being honest about what you're good at, what you suck at, and and seeking help, I think. Mm -hmm. Se seeking education, seeking support groups on people that actually understand what you're going through. And I think right. that's what really helped me out to figure out how to process all of these emotions that I was feeling so then when I go to show up as a teacher or inside of a building, I could actually be myself. And it's mm -hmm. effortless because it should be effortless being yourself. That's how you know you're being yourself is when you're in this effortless state. Yeah, when I'm overthinking things of what I should say and shouldn't say, that's when I know that I'm in my head. So it's just like doing a mediumship reading. When you start to think about overanalyzing what you're getting for info, you're totally out of, out of the flow when it comes to mediumship and out of not connected with the spirit realm. And when it comes to being yourself, you shouldn't have to think about it. Exactly. And, so. and the kids, I feel like I, you probably recognize this too. When I was working with the third graders, you could see that the kids were highly um, sensitive to people that would walk into our classroom. So there was a different energy spin if you'd bring them to art class or music class or PE, or if a substitute or another teacher would walk in you could feel the shift in energy and they would mirror the person that came into the room. Because naturally, that's us so as true. humans, that's what happens if we're not strong in who we are, we could easily morph into the person that's right in front of us or the crowd that's with us. Exactly, and I, I can remember feeling annoyed like when someone would walk in the room after I had the kids focus and yeah. attention because that, that same thing would happen. Yeah. Because we're all, all of us, we're all so impacted by our environment and when you don't know who you are, you're even more so impact it to where it actually becomes like for me it could become for you one of your biggest pains in your life and that's exactly why you need that self-care time you have to be alone more so than you're around people or like just the right amount i and feel that's what i had to figure out yeah i had to figure out so especially if you're, you're somebody who's working inside of a building all day long and you struggle with the same issue that i did i had to figure out that i needed i needed just as much outside time as I had inside the building. So, Lindsay, you can remember when I was teaching, I'd come home from school and I'd leave right away. Yeah, I life. wanted to talk. I'm like, so how was your day? Or I want to tell you about this. And, and Tony's like, if I don't leave now, like I have to use this energy that I have. Right. And it was a good transition. So I think it's a good question for you to ask yourself because we're all so unique is what are things holding you back from being yourself? Is it you're not 
you don't know how to process all of the energy, the emotions? Um, is it because you don't really know who you are right now and you, you got so used to just being what everybody else wanted you to be? Or what are the things? And get really honest about it and then start to figure out, you know, slowly but surely you'll figure out different ways to solve that problem. Right. I love those questions. I also just thought of something too before we get to the next one, number two. Um, it's just like walking into a Facebook group. If you walk into a Facebook group where you open up, you log into your Facebook or touch the app, it's like you're walking into a crowded room. So you need to know who you are before you go in there. Because you could easily be morphed into, your thoughts could be morphed into what everyone else is doing or saying, or you could be hugely affected by that. But if you walk in knowing that you've already had your alone time and you're doing the self-development, it feels different. Right. So, so this goes to number two of the three ways that your mm -hmm. emotional boundaries can be broken. And that is when you have no expectations. Yeah. Or you're not clear on your expectations of what your boundaries are. Because when this happens, other people could feel it. Whether they consciously can, like we, we could go up and, you know, Lindsay and I, and probably you too, we could see, oh, this person doesn't have any boundaries. We can mm -hmm. read that consciously. But even if people can't read it consciously, they pick up on it unconsciously. And you start to cause people to act certain ways towards you. And you're thinking, hmm, why do they act like that towards me, but they don't act like that towards other people? It could be because you're not clear on what your boundaries actually are. Yes, and that's exactly it. You have to really get clear. And the best way to do it, really, is writing it down. Putting it in writing, reading it back to yourself, because sometimes you don't even know what they are. And you're thinking, well, what do I need boundaries for? Like, what are, or what do I need expectations for? If you think about going into a classroom, third grade classroom, or you know, uh, middle school to high school, like Tony was teaching, if the teachers don't have rules and expectations for the students and they have a substitute and the substitute doesn't even know about the rules, the kids are gonna go crazy because they feel that sense of like, ooh, I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I can walk all over them. Just like adults, we do have to have expectations. So when it comes to like business relationships, what kind of expectations do you have with the purple people, the purple, the people <laughs> that you work with, you know, what, what do you want to see in them? What is your expectation? Well, you want them to show up on time. Maybe you want them to have the same energy, excitement around what you're doing. There's so many different things like that. And when it for comes business. to like our masterminds or different workshops yeah. that we do, we have expectations. Our vulnerability. Coaching, vulnerability, authenticity. So we have agreements, not, not right. only expectations. We're, we're creating agreements with our clients. So where mm -hmm. if you're here, you're agreeing that you're gonna be all the way vulnerable because this is the way that this works. And when it comes to your relationships, your significant other, you know, Lindsay and I, we're very clear when we break each other's boundaries. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to your personal relationships, the same thing, so. Right, that's true. And I think that's why our masterminds and retreats are so successful because everyone that leaves always says, I feel like I was transformed. I feel like my life has changed. And the reason isn't just because we're leading the masterminds, it's because of the people that are in it are all in. Like they are fully all in. We just yes. finished our 90 day mastermind and what we witness on an energetic level and results, <laughs> results level was massive. Um, and it was because they showed up and they, they said they're gonna be vulnerable, they're gonna show up authentic. They're, it was just everything was out on the table 
and there was a safe container, a safe space for them to grow and to learn. And that's why we love what we're doing. But I think to us teaching the school systems really prepared us and doing all the lesson plans where we need the expectations. expectations yeah. It all comes back to expectations. So we put in well over, between the two of us, probably 50,000 hours of oh, learning how to teach and teaching and it looks you know great teachers and leaders they make it look easy you know there's things I've attended to where I thought hmm I could do that before I started to actually do right. things and then you go to do it and you're like wow how much space this holds and how much um, expectations you need to have and how clarity is really your power and I think that's where we're coming with this is clarity is power so right now I want you to think about and write down, write down. We've done this work before to where we've written down our boundaries. We've done this over and over and over again. The more clear you are about your boundaries and your relationships, your boundaries um, in your business, your boundaries with the workshops that you run, with the mm -hmm. coaching that you do, with the readings that you give, everything that you do, the more clear it's going to be just like it is in our masterminds. It's absolutely clear why everybody are there, why we're there, right. what's going to occur. And people secretly want to be led. People secretly want that structure. So it could seem edgy at times, but understand that we all secretly want this. Yes. So like switch it. So if you have a boundary, like I want my friends and my coworkers to be honest with me, instead of saying like they won't cross this boundary, my expectation is I am honest and my friends and my coworkers are honest with me, exactly. you know? Or um, I work in integrity, my clients and my coworkers and my friends work in integrity. Integrity and honesty are pretty much the right. same thing. But it's just, and that's when you're there and when you're not there. You know, you wanna make sure, get very detailed and clear on like what, because you're probably gonna have to put this in sections too. Like personal, like relationship, husband and wife. Mm -hmm. We have clear communication. I expect Tony to tell me exactly, even if I don't want to hear it, I want him to tell me the truth and he wants me to tell him the truth, mm -hmm. you know? So get very clear on that because you're gonna embody that and it's gonna vibrate out into the world, like Tony said at the beginning. So that's very important. Exactly, and make sure you're not crossing your own emotional boundaries, as crazy as that sounds. So a little thing is that you could um, use as a tool here to create that you don't cross your own personal boundaries, that you live in integrity with exactly what you want. Going with what Lindsay was saying is, I'll call it the occurring tool. You could say, so here's how it works. My clients are occurring to me authentic, um, fully in, and ready to take action. I'm occurring to myself, gentle with myself, authentic, energized, and fully committed to serving my clients. The world is occurring to me peaceful, supportive, and loving. So this is just a way to establish mm -hmm. your boundaries with yourself, with other people, with the world. I love that. And we did that on a road trip with each other because when you're in the car with each other for how many hours was that? Maybe like eight hours. And, yeah. and Tony's like, Lindsay's occurring to me. <laughs> understanding and calm and and i was like tony's occurring to me like, i am understanding <laughs> <laughs> that's so true that's what happened yeah i probably did the same oh thing oh my god probably, did it but time. it really lightens the mood when you say it out loud blah 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 is occurring to me so 
use that. It's a good tip. Right. So should we go to number yeah. three? So number three on ways your emotional boundaries can be broken is saying yes or no when you actually feel like saying the opposite. Let me give you an example. So, well, actually, first, have you heard? So Dean Graziosi always talks about this. He says mm -hmm. yes will get you out of Israel. Mm -hmm. But no, we'll take you to the promised land. Yes. And when he talked about I the paradox of success is to, at the beginning of, say, building a business, you're saying yes to every opportunity. Yeah, I'll go on, the, I'll, I'll interview there, I'll do that, I'll do that project. But as the paradox of it is, the more successful you become, the more that you have to say no. And for all of us impasse, it's really hard for us to tell somebody no. Why? Because we don't even like hearing no mm -hmm. because it hurts us too so you have anything yeah. else to say for that and, and when he said that when dean said that i was like oh my gosh that is so true because at the beginning i was like yes 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 like this is exciting and you have to build up the momentum and now i'm very picky and choosy on what i'm doing like what's good for my energy what what follows like what I want because I'm more sure about that in the business and I know that's how it is for you You're like, okay I'm gonna focus on this one thing mm -hmm. right now instead of saying yes to everything exactly. um, And I know we spoke before this episode about because I said All right, I know when I don't want to do something like if you do it you create this energetic draining situation if you say yes and you're like I'm not in the mood to do this I really don't want to it's not really good for me. I just feel bad. So I'm saying yes I know that feeling, but I said to Tony, well, when would you feel good about, or uh, saying yes would affect you? And he brought up the situation when he was little, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, I wasn't thinking like that. Right. So do you so, want to say so the yes thing? That growing up, I would, especially in elementary school, this happened, elementary and middle, I'd say this happened more times than not, um, to where I'd be at my oh, friend's house no. staying the night, and they would ask, oh, do you want some food, or do you want some water, or do you want this? And even though I wanted it, I was so scared to say yes. And I was like, no, I'm good. And I'd be starving. <laughs> I'd be thirsty. So I don't know if any of you have ever related to that. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I do that now. I, no, no. If, I mean, now I'll say yes if I want something right. different things. But I'm trying to see if I say no. I know. I was trying to, trying to. It's to one of those things up. that if you, you have to think can, about it. Exactly. If you guys think of things that you say no to, but you really wanted to say yes to, put it in the comments. Right. It's something to think about. And um, it's really eye-opening that the things that we spend time on and in our thoughts and our energy, once you start saying yes and no to certain things, you're creating the pathway for you. You are. If you're saying yes to things, you're gonna have a ripple effect of like-minded things that come up because you've said yes to it. Thinking of like when I've said yes to summits, where I got asked to be interviewed on summits. Mm -hmm. I said yes, I was excited about that. From there, um, someone else would contact me and say, I saw you on this summit. I'm running a summit. Do you want to be part of it? And at first I was saying yes. And then I started to say no to certain ones because what they have you do with summits is if you are a speaker, you may have to promote it to your list like five times and send out emails, multiple emails. So if I was doing a launch, I didn't want to over, I didn't right. want to be too overbearing for my people. And I wanted them to, I wanted to still be integrity and feel like, Oh, this feels good sending out an email about this, but I didn't want it to feel like unnatural. So that's an example of something. Well, that's the thing to where it goes back to number one, mm -hmm. knowing yourself. Exactly. Understanding who you are, having absolute clarity. And I think that's what you start to do over the time. You start to figure out, 
wait, you start to trust that compass. We'll call it inner compass right. to where that became more clear to you to where you're yeah. like, this mm. doesn't feel all the way right. It's not a hell yes. It's a maybe. So it's going to be a hell no. Yeah, exactly. Like, does it go with my audience? Will they get value from this? If they do, then I will say yes. And if it resonates with me, but I'll be more picky and choosy. I'm not going to do a summit once a month. Right. So it's like the space you're coming from. You're, yeah. You're coming from more of an abundant space now to where you're like, I know if I say no to this, there's going to be a million other opportunities that come along that I'm more attracted to. Right. So just get clear on what you're saying yes and no to because you're attracting more of whatever it is that you're putting out there. So it's like, what do you want? Like, it sounds like, what is that movie? Um, uh, Jerry Maguire? No. No, it's The Notebook. He's like, what do you want? Oh, yeah. And I forget what she's like, I don't know. And so it's really like, what do you want? It's asking, what do I want? And you're asking that question and waiting for the response to drop in, in your thoughts and your mind and your body and your heart. And you might get, I don't know. Well, then you just wait there until you get more. Get out a piece of paper and a pen and start writing. But this is very important when it comes to business and personal life. It's so important. So whatever you have to do to do the work, to know yourself, to figure out what's actually happening to you. Are you somebody who loves to be outside, who loves to be inside? Are you somebody who struggles with being inside like I did, surrounded by a lot of people, but then your career is pulling you that way? You have all these inner conflicts. Start to go through it. Start to dive deep underneath all of this and figure out why am I even acting this way? Get some insight. That's what insight is to where you realize why you're doing what you're doing. You realize, oh, even if it's negative, you realize I'm acting that way because it stems from this. If you want a lot more insights, go back and watch all of our other 124 right. podcast episodes because that's our whole intention here is to help people figure out exactly who they are. It's not like mm -hmm. we're giving you all the answers. We couldn't do that for you, but we're holding a space for you to where just like now you're listening to this or you're watching this, it's a space for you to allow these insights to come in, not necessarily to get more information. You might do that in some of our podcast episodes, but it's more about you figuring out who you are, going back to number one here. Right. Last thing I want to say too is, if you are someone that would be interested in joining our 90-day mastermind, we are launching again. So that will be in January. If you're interested and you're ready to be vulnerable, you're ready for massive change only, then send an email to lindsay at lindsaymarino.com and just title it mastermind, I'm interested, we will send you the application process. So we will make it public at some point soon, but right now it is gonna be an application process because we need a certain type of person to be a part of this group. So we're excited about it and um, send us an email if this sounds like something that you'd be interested in. Exactly, so this, is, so this mastermind is not just for anybody. It's no. not just so we could here, let's get as many people as we can. Right. We're only taking, what, five this yeah. round? And we want them to be the right five people. Because when you have that, just like we did at the retreat, you get the right people in the right environment with the right information. It creates magic. And yeah, that's, what we're, that's what we're doing here. We're here to help people break, have breakthroughs and move energy and take steps towards that mission that you feel in your heart. Yes. Okay, well, we can't wait to see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you.
We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.